Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, baby, thank you. And uh, Jeff Cook, my one of my favorite local drummers. That goes out to you, buddy. Uh, it is Bowerly on News Radio 930. Now, you would think they were having some romantic relationship, but it's a musically romantic relationship. That's what it is. Anyway, uh, it's Bowerly on News Radio 930, WBEN. Uh, great to be with you. And uh, if you're just joining us, hope you had a nice day at work. I wish I could give you a better weather forecast on the weekend, but. Uh, Well, unfortunately, I don't have the control over the weather, but it doesn't matter because you're probably going to be half in the bag by 10 o'clock on Sunday morning and taking a nap uh, by 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Um, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but I'm going to admit it anyway. Um, After the Bills game on Sunday, I'm going to walk down the streets and I'm getting a pedicure. Now, I don't want you to think ill of me or to cost any man points, but some of us have issues with dry, cracking heels and feet. And one of the ways to deal with that is regular pedicures and regular self-care with lubrication, (laughs) with a moisturizer and filing off the dead skin. But I'm treating myself to a pedicure on Sunday. And then I've got an awesome date with a nice guy, too. Anyway, uh, it's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. I can't believe I still have all my teeth in my mouth, really. Um, anyway, uh, we had um, a program here that, uh, you know, maybe I overused the term, but I, I kind of think this has been an instant classic. And the funny thing is, what I haven't mentioned yet, is this topic kind of came to me in a dream. <laughs> True story, man. And uh, joining us right now, a very special young lady um, whose dad, Gasper, told us her story. And her name is Marissa. And Marissa, I don't know if uh, you had a chance. I know you're taking a class right now, and I appreciate you <laughs> taking time away from the class. But yeah, did, did you did you hear what your dad had to tell us? I have no idea, Tom. I have not a clue. <laughs> Well, actually, he just what called me. He, he distinctly said that um, he wants to be my father-in-law and that you and I should get together. Um, uh. No, he did, he did not say <laughs> Sorry, uh, bigamy isn't my thing. Uh, but anyway, uh, Marissa, the story that, that we heard, okay, involves your grandmother, okay, promising your parents that 
she was going to provide a miracle. And you are, Marissa, from the moment of your conception, you were a miracle child. Correct so far? Yeah, yeah I guess you get to put it that way. <laughs> well, you, you are. And one thing you may not know if you don't listen to this show a lot is we do spend at least one show every October talking about breast cancer because like so many people in western New York um, I know so many women who have had breast cancer and one of the very and and most of them by the way the, the ones closest to me have been survivors some on the periphery tragically were not survivors but it is very rare um in my experience, Marissa, and I'm certainly not a physician, but to have a woman in her early 20s come down with breast cancer. And, like, we're not doing a breast cancer show again, but this whole topic was based on, like, intuition and dreams that people have had that actually have been revelatory or, in some cases, premonitory. And in in your own words, Marissa, keeping in mind you might be saving the lives of other people your age or even younger, can you, in your own words, describe what prompted you to get the imaging done? So when I was, I was 21 at the time, I had just graduated college and um, I had discovered a lump in my right breast just while I was showering. And I didn't think much of it because uh, women can get cysts in their breasts or uh, fibrosis tissue. And I was kind of in between insurances at the time. So oh. in order for me to go get it checked out, I would have had to kind of pay a pretty large deductible. And like I said, I was a recent college grad. I just was starting my post-grad job. Didn't really have lots of funds to kind of pay for that large deductible. And I thought, okay, I'll put it off. I was going to get new insurance in the um, upcoming January. This was in August. And by the time January came around, that lump had gone from maybe a little bit smaller than a golf ball to about the size of a baseball Oh, sweetheart. And yeah, so I grew, I grew very concerned. I got the new insurance and I went immediately to the doctor and they sent me for my first ever uh, mammogram, sonogram and uh, fine needle biopsy. And uh, I got all that done. And the following day I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I, uh, so at the age of then I was 22 years old, I was diagnosed with uh stage three triple negative invasive ductal carcinoma. Uh, it was progressing very quickly. And within a week or two of diagnosis, I started my first chemotherapy treatment. And from then out, lots of lots and lots of following treatments. And I am still kind of in the process of it. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey since then. Oh, my dear love. Um, you are how old now? I'm now, I just turned 24 in late August. Okay, I, I'm going to say um, some things that are intended to be complimentary and not intended to be patronizing to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, I think you have an extreme amount of absolute courage, fortitude, 
and inner strength because as you have described, everything through which you have gone over the past couple of years, you have done so in a linear fashion. You have not broken down in tears, although quite frankly, you'd be entirely justified in feeling sorry for yourself. You obviously have done a lot of uh, your own research about this particular kind of uh, breast cancer. There has been no indication whatsoever of poor, poor, pitiful me. So without being or uh, without seeming to be patronizing to you from an old fart, would you just accept the fact that I have a tremendous amount of respect for you? Thank you. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. It really no, does. I, I, I really do. And I think thousands of people listening um, are thinking the same thing. And I will tell you that I go out an awful lot and I know that you and your dad, th- these phone calls are going to be everything people hit me with all weekend long because you're making um, an impression on people. Now, I want to get into the um, spiritual aspect of this or the metaphysical, if, uh, if you prefer. Do you believe, uh, given the fact that you weren't actually supposed to have been conceived um, <laughs> and you were uh, grandma's miracle baby, complete with the cherubs in a box for decor, <laughs> Um, oh yeah, you even went into that, huh? Oh, oh, absolutely. I feel like I, I, I think we all feel like like we know you. Um, <laughs> do you? And I, I mean that it, with without any you know licentious intent whatsoever. Obviously, mm-hmm. not. Um, but you, um, what what are your thoughts and senses as to a spiritual um, component to everything you've gone through and your ability to handle it like water off a duck's back? I think, yeah, I think my spirituality, kind of my mental mindset is really what got me through a lot of it. There were a lot of really dark, hard times, of course, but I, I don't know. I just was able to kind of hold it together. I felt like if anyone had to hold it together, it would have to be me. And I, dug really deep yeah and not I'm not necessarily a religious person but I am very spiritual and I do believe in I don't know like soul connections I I definitely feel very connected to my grandmother even though I had never met her in my entire you know physical life on earth I felt that our souls were connected and I met her in another realm and I I don't know I've always kind of felt that way since the day I was born and had a concept of uh, memory and was able to speak if he got into that at all but yeah I yeah uh, uh, you know he to talk uh, I, uh, I don't know how often you listen to the show but your dad can verify this I'm a prisoner of the clock and I have to break for traffic but I want to yeah. continue <laughs> I want to continue talking with you I'm not hanging up on you so hold on okay you no know, worries. When, okay. Oh, don't say no worries. Now that's a that that because whenever somebody says no worries, I worry. Um, <laughs> hold, hold on, my love. We'll get right back to you on WBN. What a remarkable young lady. I, you know what? In a in a paternal or avuncular way, I love this young lady. She's a sweetheart. So <laughs> this is one of those shows where if I had to describe it in a sentence, I could. I don't think I could do it. But it's kind of an instant classic. I felt that from the beginning, and I continue to feel that now. I've been talking about your 
brain-body connection, if I had to simplify it, and sometimes the importance of dreams and what to make of dreams. Marissa is in her early 20s, was diagnosed with stage 3 breast cancer uh, at the tender age of 22. She has been through more medical stuff in her time on this planet than most of you are going to experience in your entire lifetime. And yet, um, the joy of being alive, uh, alive and knowing that she is loved radiates from every syllable that Marissa is uttering here on WBEN. And you talked about the um, spiritual aspect. You're not particularly religious, but you are spiritual. And this connection that you have with the grandmother you never knew but who knew that you were coming because she promised your mom and dad a miracle, even down to the cherub decor that she'd set aside for you. Can, can you, do you believe, and can you, can you just explain a little bit about that whole concept of you believe that you have always known your grandmother, possibly even in another life? Yeah, I... I don't know. From the second I could kind of have a memory, I felt like she was somebody super personal and close in my life. And even my parents didn't have many pictures of her, but the few pictures that they had, I I had never seen her before in person. Obviously, she passed, I don't know if you said, down to a year before I was born, but um, I could identify her in a photograph, even though they had never pointed her out to me. I was able to describe features of her. Even the mere fact that I have red hair and green eyes, very fair skin with freckles, which was always her dream of having in a granddaughter. Nobody else, a very Italian family, and they're not. Well, but da- dad, at all is, like me. <laughs> dad is Siciliano, and mom is Irish. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she got her little Irish granddaughter, I guess, out of me. But I, I don't know. I just felt very, very connected to her, almost like a, I guess, guardian angel sort of figure. She was when I was a child, and I would kind of pray every night with my dad. I would pray to her every single night, and uh, I still do. Maybe not necessarily your traditional Catholic prayer like when I was a child, but, you know, I still try to radiate what I want back from the earth. And she's typically who I picture in my mind when I try to uh, put out what I want to take in from the earth. That's kind of how I approach my spirituality and uh, how I still bring her up in my everyday life. Marissa, you are absolutely extraordinary and um here's here's the deal i want to continue talking to you i know that you're in the middle of a class if we were to cut you loose for 10 minutes and then call you back after traffic and news could we continue this because this is such an inspirational phone call and such a deep thinking phone call i don't want to let it go with just that would you be able would you be able to do that for us yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, it's just law school exam preparation. It can wait, so no worries. Oh, well, my, do- <laughs> my daughter is an attorney, so this is not an entirely foreign language to me. And, uh, oh, awesome. Uh-huh. Oh, have, oh have, have, fun with the, uh, have fun with the bar exam. Um, ho- 
hold on, Marissa. Just or, uh, we we can we can call you back. Okay, just get get back to your class. You don't want to miss your prep, and then we're we're gonna get right back to you. This story just Perfect. keeps getting better and, and and better. It really does. Um, and anybody who thinks that all young people today they just don't have the courage of yesterday's generation. Look, yesterday's generations had a lot of courage, but the resiliency and the courage of Marissa going through all of this stuff when she ought to be enjoying her youth is uh it's pretty mind-blowing and i'm enjoying hearing from her and uh i'm gonna enjoy hearing more calls too at 803-0930 star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN and the funny thing is this isn't even a show about breast cancer it's really a show about our brain body connection and now we've kind of expanded into a spiritual realm so it's um, it's pretty deep and it's pretty profound. And yeah, I might be 12 years old mentally, but this is having an impact on me and I hope it is on you too. And when I say impact, I mean a positive impact. This young lady is very inspirational and we're going to continue on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm all right song. My power's turned on. We've got a, uh, a fighter for life is the uh, Mike Tyson in his prime equivalent of a uh, breast cancer survivor. Um, Marissa is with us. And if you're just joining the program, thanks a lot. Um, Guys, I really appreciate you listening to the show and uh, being a part of uh, of my life and like I say I when I'm not around I uh, (laughs) I miss you guys and I'm not working and that's not BS I don't BS you and um, you know the the really nice part about what I do for a living is uh, having a chance to talk to people that ordinarily I might never even have a chance to meet. And Marissa's dad 
Gasper from Lockport called in earlier and told us the story of uh, his um, uh, of Marissa's grandmother basically on her deathbed and saying to the family that she was going to provide a miracle because Marissa should not have been conceived. I mean, the doctors didn't think it was possible, but yet here she is. And there were a whole series of things that happened, uh, including uh, a cherub motif as a decorative adjunct to Marissa's room. And then the family stumbles across a box that Grandma had put away, labeled uh, to her. And what did it contain? A bunch of cherubs. Now, in the real world, Marissa never, in, in the temporal world, Marissa never knew her grandmother. But she feels an extremely close connection to her grandmother that is really um, profound, and it's really trippy to listen to. And Marissa, if I recall something um, your dad said, or perhaps I'm simply inferring this based on the available data he uh, provided, um, you feel as though your grandma not on this planet, not on this earth, not in this realm or dimension, but um, took you under her wing after you had been involved in a fatal accident in another lifetime and made sure that you were brought forth into the world in this one. And I know that sounds really freaky to a lot of people, but you know what? Real life usually is. Is that correct? Yeah, I know. It does sound so strange when you say it and like I, I'm just crazy and lying. No, but I no. don't know. Since I was a little kid, I just I told this story of this previous life that I had where I just died in a freak accident. And I looked exactly how I looked as a kid, you know, with short, curly red hair. And I, you know, went to heaven or wherever you'd like to believe we go after we pass and that I met my my grandmother, my dad's, my dad's mother, and she told me that I would be sent down to earth with uh, my parents. And ever since I could talk, I have told that story. And I, I, for some reason, feel it deep in my soul to be true. And it's, it's kind of what's always kept me faithful in that there's there's more to this earth than just our our physical selves that we have a soul or whatever you believe it to be. And truthfully, that's what's gotten me through a lot of like the really uh, difficult times in my life that kept me faithful in that uh, there's some greater purpose <laughs> or, you know, that we have a guardian angel that looks out for us or whatever you may chalk it up to be. Well, uh, Shakespeare, many years ago, um, wrote down in Hamlet the phrase, there is more in heaven and earth, Horatio, than is dreamt of in your philosophy. In other words, to translate from the Elizabethan, there's more in this universe than science can really explain or understand, no matter how we push the perimeters, the outer perimeters and edges of our knowledge and who who is to say that you aren't correct and that you simply happen to have um, an incredible um, perception 
of spiritual matters. Now, I'm going to ask you a, uh, a temporal question, and if you do not feel comfortable answering it, I understand. The intent of my asking this question is absolutely, positively, nothing impure. I am three times as old as you are. I have a daughter who is in her early 30s and an attorney. And believe me, she would kick me and punch me if she felt that I was being a jerk. So um, we are in the United States for reasons I've never quite understood, um, obsessed with breasts. And as somebody who has been with um, in relationships with breast cancer um, survivors, I understand very well that a lot of times there is some pretty serious scarring that goes on. And I think if guys are with a woman who has that serious kind of scarring, and I'm not here to do a relationship show, but I think one of the sweetest things and most important things you can do is to... um, Kiss those st- those scars and assure the woman in your life that to you, those scars represent beauty because they represent a strength of character and a bravery and a fortitude that you respect. And if you're going to be with somebody in a loving relationship, you have to respect them. And you are in your your early 20s, and yet you speak with the wisdom and maturity, which kind of gives some credence to your idea that maybe you've lived before. So that was kind of a long preamble to asking you, given the fact that we are such a society that is so, um, so, uh, and and I'm not judging anybody if if that's their thing, but it's so breast conscious as a young lady, can you maybe walk us through the psychology of what you have to go through? Because women who haven't been through what you've been through may not quite get it. And I guarantee that there's a lot of guys who just don't quite get it. Can you maybe talk about that in any way in which you feel comfortable? Oh, absolutely. I would. I would love to talk about that. That's one of my favorite subjects to talk about, actually, is how breast-obsessed we are, I guess you could put it. And it has been something that I struggled with terribly, terribly when I first found out that I was going to have to lose my breasts. I found out immediately I would have to lose both my breasts. I, they essentially told me I would be dead within six months if I didn't get both of my breasts fully removed. Um, So I had to lose both my breasts. I got implants immediately after uh, in the same surgery of my double mastectomy. Those implants unfortunately rejected and I had to get them removed. So I'm currently completely flat chested, covered in scars. I had around six breast surgeries within three months. Uh, So I am completely scarred up. I am completely flat. And it has been incredibly difficult to kind of manage that as a woman in my young, you know, you know, in my youth, I guess you could say. And uh, I know many women that kind of have embraced being completely flat. And they view it as a strength where for me, it's been kind of difficult to view that uh, in the same light. But 
the the longer I see myself this way, the the more I accept it and I see it as, you know, I guess you could say like they say like a battle scar and just who I am. It's a part of my story. And if somebody can't accept me for being this way, then they are not supposed to be in my life. And they don't they deserve are you. a bad person too. <laughs> no, Mar- Marissa, they don't deserve you. I mean, it's, I'm sorry, but you are a very special person and I'm not trying to patronize you. I'm just going to tell you, I talk to thousands of people every year and you, you are absolutely an amazing person at any age. And to be this amazing, to be this amazing in your early twenties is mind blowing. Um, do, do you think that it is, um, it, obviously the way you speak with great erudition, um, are, are you some kind of a genius or do you think that what you've been through, no, I'm not, I'm not being sarcastic, my love. I would never do that. Um, not, not in this kind of a context, but uh, are, are you like some kind of a super genius or is it basically the knowledge uh, and wisdom you've gained through uh, personal suffering and pain? I would I would definitely say it's from just personal experience of going through it. I definitely discovered super quickly after diagnosis that having to have this like interpersonal strength and uh just I I don't know, staying grounded during the entire experience and keeping keeping faith like I said and holding on to that hope. It uh it is absolutely required to have to go through stuff like that. And it's still still required out of me to still keep pushing on every single day, even after the chemotherapy stops and your breasts are removed and you finish your 30 rounds of radiation. There's still, like I said, the struggle of dealing with life post-cancer and the loss of your breasts and not being able to move your arms the way that you used oh. to after all the radiation and all the scarring that so many people don't even discuss most of the time when they are talking about a person's cancer journey. And um, I think that is just so important, especially the discussions of just how hard it is to deal with living with no breasts when, like I said, we are very breast-obsessed constantly. It's... Um, it's very apparent to me how we were in a way that I never recognized before I had breast cancer mm. or even that breast cancer awareness month is the most discussed cancer, especially in the U S I mean, we have uh, the NFL where it's pink for breast cancer awareness month in which no other cancer really gets that same sort of treatment. Why is that? You know, well, I think, you know, I, I think it's important, but, you know, on the other hand, as somebody who knows a disproportionate number of women who have been through breast cancer, I, I, I don't know any personally who enjoy being reminded every day in October with the pink about their breast cancer for some Absolutely. people. I mean, for some people, I, mean, I know, I know a young lady who is very militantly against the pink, uh, Marissa. Uh, in her early 20s, breast cancer survivor, and we're not even doing a show on breast cancer. This just came up, and it's one of the most riveting stories I have ever heard in my life. And Marissa, I just I want to emphasize something. I know you've got a dad who loves you very much, and obviously a very supportive family. 
but uh, as a man who at one point in his life was young, please understand that not every man is obsessed with breasts. And I'll let you in on a little secret. With me, that was always the last thing I even noticed. I was more concerned. I was more concerned with what was between the ears and what the um, how how a person spoke and the gleam and the smile from somebody's eyes. So it's easy for me to say this, and I'm not a psychotherapist, maybe a psycho, but not a psychotherapist, Um, but not every guy is like that. And I have to tell you, you have so much going for you, including the wisdom that one can only gain from what you have been through, in addition to the intelligence that you obviously were heir to, which probably comes from your grandmother, you never knew. And I know it's easy for me to say this as old fart to beautiful young lady, but for a lot of really nice guys, it doesn't matter whatsoever. And please, and I'm sure you've done therapy and everything like that, please don't think, please don't think that your lack of breasts, um, before you get the reconstruction done the right way, that that, that is a – if that's a deal-breaker for somebody, that's a them issue. That ain't a your issue because I think you're golden for what it's worth. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's taken me a little while to kind of recognize that, but there's so many women that I've, I've met throughout this journey uh, or am still, you know, talking to through support groups that really do struggle with that that idea, especially when they're coming up on their surgery or they've just had it, that struggle so greatly with the loss of their breath. And it is like a, an identity shifter for you. It's almost like um, we call ourselves flatties. I'm in a flatty support group of women that have no breasts at all that have decided to go flat or have had to go flat due to rejection. Um, and... We, you know, we lean on each other for support in, in really tough times when you're having those uh, really ill thoughts about yourself and your body post-cancer. And like of I course. said, I, I'm trying to approach it in a way of uh, the strength of mine now. Uh, it's just another part of my story that I can uh, bring with me throughout the rest of my life and a character builder. And I'm moving forward. I've discovered things that I love about being flat, like laying on my stomach in bed (laughs) and being able to throw on a T-shirt in the morning with no bra. That's awesome, too. And so there's certain things that I've I've noticed that I love about it. Hey, trust me on something. If they ever give you a super pubic catheter, you're not going to enjoy being on your stomach. Trust me on that one. my dear, I, I have your phone number. Tanner is going to uh, send it to me. And I would like to stay in touch with you because in all candor and honesty, I think you're one of the most remarkable people with whom I've ever spoken. You're a law wow. student. You're a law student, correct? I am prepping. I am prepping, prepping. to go. I was going to go off to law school right before I was diagnosed. And fortunately, that had to be put on the back burner. But um, I'm prepping to go off to law school this following fall. So I'm in That's all cool. my prep courses. 
<laughs> hey, my, da- my daughter didn't start law, to- law school until she was 26, and uh, now she's a quote-unquote rising star in the uh, legal profession. Well, that's um, incredible. Marissa, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in touch with you um, because I, uh, again, with the purest of intentions and motives, I want to keep tabs on you, and I want to learn more about you and the origin of your faith and the origin of the strength and the courage and the fortitude that is within you. And uh, with with your dad's permission, he, he did give us your phone number. Um, I also would like to give you uh, the name of... Uh, a tattoo lady who specializes in um, doing the nipple component of the breast reconstruction, and she's the same lady who basically replaced my eyebrows that I <laughs> that I lost. Uh, but she does a great job. And uh, if you could send me an email, Tom at wben.com, Tom at wben.com. I would like to stay in touch with you, and I'd actually like to get you back on the show to talk more because, unfortunately, we have so many interruptions that uh, sometimes things get uh, truncated. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, da- your, your dad, Gasper, thank you. for putting us in yep, touch. Yeah, your, your dad. He loves you. He loves you, and I, I know I you have a family. <laughs> you have a family that loves you, and um, let's stay in touch, Marissa, okay, because you Absolutely. are a thank remarkable you. – you're an absolutely – remarkable young lady and i assure you that uh mrs bowerly and i will be discussing you at great length tonight with admiration thank you so oh, much Oh, that means a lot thank you i appreciate it thank you my dear um you know folks sometimes you just don't know what to say at the end of a show especially when it ends like that and i i I'm in love with Marisa and her attitude. I think it's sensational. And her dad, Gasper, as well. Thank you to Tanner Saunders. Thanks for everybody who called in today. Um, I'm going to have to miss Monday and Tuesday because um, i got to get a kidney stone blasted, and I'll probably still be high as a kite on Tuesday, which would not make – well, actually, it might make great radio. So what I'm going through is no big deal. She is a fortress of strength. Marissa. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Go Bills, and thanks for giving me a reason to drink at 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning. It's Bowerly. Take care. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.